two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. This is the Centre Pass Podcast. Yes, well, welcome back to another episode of the Centre Pass Podcast. Two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. A formidable goal, Cam, that's had quite a few weeks off now, three or four weeks to coincide with the uni break. So welcome back, mate. Yeah, mate, it's been a bit of a gap and obviously we thought... We thought we'd probably get this episode out a little bit earlier, but yeah, we we took our time as well. Yeah, we took our time off as well. Yeah, and it's really important to have that time off as well. And a lot of that time, to be fair, has been spent recovering. You know, we've both had bouts of everything, really, from COVID to you know, I've had the flu, I've had a chest infection, and and you've racked up a few kind of ills as well, Cam. Yeah, we've had a few ills and chills, and uh, I feel to say I'm. Glad to be on the other side, and fingers crossed it sort of stays that way. But you know, I'm feeling reasonably better. You know, back into a bit more exercise and stuff like that. So just starting to bounce back. Yeah, you love that, mate. We love to hear that. Uh, now let's get on to what you can expect from this episode. Of course, we had a final game of the what do you call the first half of round two before the university break. We will then, of course, talk a little bit about what we learned in terms of Dear Diary, and most importantly, of course, we'll talk about the situation where we sit and who we play this weekend. But Cam, it was an interesting one leading into that last game when we had a bit of a tough situation with exams and student availability and, and things like that. Yeah, mate, obviously training that we were supposed to have now several weeks ago before leading into our last game. We had, I believe it was four players available and, you know, that's just not, not the numbers. And I think there's many factors that, that built into that. Obviously, the time was also not that great for it. So was, I can at least think of one player who, if they were available, were not making it. But, <laughs> you know, that's all right. Yeah, we do. We do love all of our players like that anyway. But I guess the thing was when I spoke to the four players about whether they wanted a training they also reflected that they didn't really mind the extra time to study ahead of their final week of exams before they headed home. So I think it actually probably worked in their favour for them to just get a bit of extra time in, uh, and also just have something other than netball and the stresses that sometimes provides uh, and to just give themselves a bit more focus. But anyway, so it was a very quick uh, training in terms of <laughs> there was no training. So we basically now go straight through uh, to the game wrap. And Cam, it was an interesting one. Wasn't it? Yeah, well, for me, I was away. I was, mm. um, I had my exam on the Friday before and had a little trip away with my, you know, my partner, my girlfriend, and we went off to Wellington. And so I let you steer the, you know, steer the ship. And you did have some help, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Sure did. But how how did it go, mate? Goodness me, it was a very interesting game day. You know, I think we had a lot of. A lot of bodies there, um, a few people who were injured or ill, uh, but still came anyway to support, which was really, really nice for us as a wider team. It was also a really important game for us uh, because we all got given some socks uh, as part of a really cool initiative over in Australia called Socket to Motor Neurons Disease, which is a charity that was started uh, a wee while ago now by a former AFL legend who runs these sorts of initiatives in Australia. So. Uh, with one of our players, Edwina, who is from Australia. Her father very, very kindly donated some socks for all of the team to wear, which I thought was very, very generous. And they looked incredible. Some very, very colourful socks that thankfully matched our uniforms. 
But it was a very important sort of thing to bring people together through. And we had our karakia, and, and I must say that everybody did it together, and everybody did a fantastic job on the pronunciation. But it was a really important game for us, knowing that we had such limited time together before the uni break, and it was our last game for a wee while, so it was important to put in a big performance. So there were all these sorts of factors that were coming into play, and we had, as Coach Cam has very swiftly mentioned we had a replacement coach didn't we Cam? we sure did look i'm not sure if they look better than me or not but they did a very good job they promised as promised they rocked up in their suit so thank you very much but well done to our captain amanda yeah so unfortunately for us amanda was unavailable uh, she's had a bit of a run of ill health of late but in fairness to her she came in a suit and she played the role of Coach Camander uh, very, very well that day. That was, <laughs> Cam's, got his, Cam's got his hand in his face now, just kind of shaking his head away, thinking, oh, this is this is punishing. But that was her name for the day. She did a fantastic job. I got her to lead a couple of the warm-ups and just really helped her to sort of feel like she was at home coaching. And she definitely looked the part, as Cam said. But we go to the first quarter. It was an important quarter for us. We spoke, Amanda and I, about the importance of a good start. And again, you know, the motivational pep talk around it being our last game for three or four weeks. Let's go out there and put in a performance that we'll be really, really proud of against the team, Kavanagh College A, that was a little bit up and down uh, with COVID situations and, and the like that happened to every team. Well, we came out of the blocks and we were firing. Cam, we were firing. Boy, were you? Oh yeah, yeah. And we we took a very early lead, and it was a lead that we never let go of. In fact, we scored the first ten goals, ten goals of the game. Uh, t- the first ten goals on the way to a quarter one score of thirteen to three. Thirteen three. Some incredible turnovers, particularly through that midcourt. We were very, very chuffed with just the composure that they had through that first quarter, not letting um, any uh, spiciness that was going around uh, and not letting that get involved in our game and our game plan. So it was really great to see. Um, Caitlin had a fantastic game with the ball again. She was shooting from everywhere. Maya played a fantastic support role as well. So a very good start to the game, 13-3 at quarter time. Yes, obviously a very strong first quarter there. And, you know, as someone who wasn't there, I was still involved in the game in the best way I could be, which was on my phone watching the scores. Now, I thought there wasn't too much point to sit there for the first five minutes or so and watch the scores sort of tick over. And I thought that would just kill me, nervous, you know, nervous sort of build up there for me. But I went away and about eight minutes, maybe sort of 10 minutes after the supposed start time of the game, I thought, you know, close to the end of the first quarter I'll go check in and see sort of what the scores were and I looked on and it was 10-2 and suddenly my sort of nerves and the pressure sort of melted away and suddenly watching from home or you know watching the score from home felt a lot easier which was great to see because it sort of stayed that way obviously um you know there and it sort of kept me a little bit calm uh knowing that after that first call we'd do a good job to sort of you know, lose it from there. Obviously more work to be done, but we'll have done a good job to lose it from there. Yeah, it's always really good when you get that first quarter under your belt and there's a decent lead there because you know 
through the quarters that we've seen in the past, Cam, they're usually quite tight. And so trying to claw back that lead is something that a lot of teams, you know, I think it's fair to say a lot of teams struggle to do. And so with that knowledge, I think we sort of, I don't know if we went into our shell a little bit, but we spoke at that quarter time about the importance of making sure that we don't sit on that lead, that 10 goal lead. Unfortunately, we still won that second quarter, but we only won it by a goal, seven goals to six for a half-time score camp of 20 to nine. Yeah, like an excellent start. Obviously, you know, not quite the same second quarter as the first quarter, but obviously you're, you know, playing from the position that you are and then sort of, you know, not doing more than you have to sometimes works. And obviously, you know, the 10-goal lead built built to 11 after that quarter. So great place to be. And we do have to remember that the other team has to come out firing at some point and they want to respond after a 10-goal drubbing in that first quarter. So it would be odd for us, I think, to have expected just to have completely walked over a team for the whole game. So it was really important, I think, for us to not only see the spirit that Cav brought to the game in that second quarter, but how we also responded to that as well. So we go in with a 20-9 to halftime lead. We've come through... We've had a bit of a chat around just continuing to build. We made a couple of changes, uh, but yeah, we prepared very importantly for that third quarter camp. Yeah, you know, we got the you know halftime oranges and watermelon and stuff like that, and just you know, maybe you know maybe that affected the players a bit. We've you know what's actually one thing you guys won't know this, but we buy lollies for halftime break for every, every game, single right? Game. Right, and every single halftime break we. Without fail, forget to hand them Correct. out. Yeah. We get to the end of the day and we're like, well, I guess you guys can have some now. And then we take most of the bag home for ourselves. Eat but, them. Yeah. But that's all right. All right. Well, I'll let you get to the game. Obviously, I wasn't there. But yeah, the tactic here as well is it meant that I got all the lollies, or at least half of the lollies, without having to share with, with Cam on the way home. Anyway, uh, enough about uh, watermelons and lollies. Uh, we go into the third quarter, of course, and we're looking to build. Again, we made some changes which probably stifled our momentum a little bit, but what happened was there was a point in that quarter where we were very, very dominant. I think we had a 4-1 lead in the quarter, but Cav, to their credit, came back and scored four consecutive goals to eventually take the quarter six goals to five. So they reduced the deficit down to 25-15. A 10-goal lead, though, Cam, with one quarter to play. We're feeling reasonably good here. Yeah, I think at this point I rechecked the scores. I'd, I'd sort of switched away, uh, you know, wanted to enjoy my time away and not get too focused on, you know, the netball and stuff like that, but was still very interested. I thought I'd sort of give it a bit more of a break seeing this score sort of after maybe 15 minutes or so. But, you know, I thought I'd check back in around about this time and, you know, I saw that score and I, I, I knew that that was sort of the the end of it and I was just waiting for a message on the group chat to know that the game had ended because uh you know that'd be an impressive swing and if we lost it from the uh, full credit to the other team but how'd the final quarter go my friend yeah it was a very interesting sort of development you think about that losing that third quarter I don't think we had revealed it to the girls at the time but they knew that it was tight particularly those two previous quarters where it was basically goal for goal. So it was really important, I think, for us to just go back and to say, look, let's just finish. This is our last quarter for three or four weeks. 
why don't we just go out there and do what we can to just really seal this game. And to our credit, like I said, you know, we did it well. We finished the game with a 7-3 final quarter to finish the game 32 goals to 18. A very dominant performance, a very professional performance and a real good show of bouncing back when we do get things thrown at us from the other opposition from the opposition yeah obviously i think a couple things there obviously the most goals we've scored in the quarter uh in the well probably most in the quarter but also most goals we've scored in a game i believe and also our largest winning margin i think for us it's a a good way of knowing all we have to do is put the pieces that we have together and we can put in a full performance there and you know that is really good for our confidence, especially after not having a practice that week. That mm. you know, there's this this sort of core group of this, the core skills of this group uh, are there. And if we just come out each day with the the right mindset, I think we can put any team under the pump. Yeah, exactly. That mindset is so important. You know, thinking like I said, this is our last quarter before we go out on our uni break. We came out scored the first four goals of that quarter as well to really reassert that dominance that we continued to hold until the end of the game. We went goal for goal a wee bit there in that final quarter before kicking off with two or three in a row at the end. So it was about just trying to make sure that we continued to reclaim that momentum that we probably felt we'd lost in those middle quarters, which naturally can happen in a game. And we've spoken before about momentum and how you have to hold on to momentum as long as you can when you've got the momentum but you then also have to try and stifle it when it's not something that you have. So I think we did that really, really well. We started very strong with a 10-goal quarter, and then we finished strong with a four-goal lead as well. So incredible performance from the team. Very, very proud coaches, and a very, very strong start for Coach Camander. Okay, look, if anyone actually called it that on the day, I'll think about not cutting you saying that. But... <laughs> This is so, it was so, I mean, did she have a choice in the matter? Absolutely not. But look. I'm going to check in with a couple of the other players and oh. see if this is, is true or not. And then and then we'll come back to you. But This is going to be in the editor. This, You're this, this is going to be in the editor. But, uh, you know, I, I, right, if, you know, if this is where the matter stops and we don't talk about it again, then it, it, it was not true. All right. All I'll say is that she did a fantastic job and, he does carry a lot of mana in terms of all of the team listen, you know, all of the team support. And there was just, some, like I said, some great support from those who couldn't play who were injured or ill. So, yeah, a very, very happy way to finish the first half of round two. It was a fantastic sort of performance. And so my final thought is about how we did respond to knowing we had one more game left, one more opportunity to put a good performance out there that we could be proud of, that we could sit on for three or four weeks before returning. We did just that, Cam. We did just that. Yeah, it, it was certainly a performance to really help the girls go away on their break and enjoy it. There's sort of nothing worse than, you know, having a, a tough loss or, you know, a hard loss and then then having to sort of sit and think on it for a while. And I, and I must admit, you know, not always the best thing when you feel like you're on your top of, you know, your top of your form and you want to go out there and just execute again and repeat that performance. You know, you don't want to cut that momentum as you sort of spoken about, but I think the best thing is now they'll be coming in and they'll be thinking about to their last performance and that's 
that performance and that's a great way to sort of get yourself ready to go again for the second half of the second part of the season yeah it's quite complicated when we start getting into seconds of seconds you're listening to the center pass podcast so we'll hear a little bit about where we're standing where we're going to go from here with just four games of the regular season to go in the situation but before we do let's roll through to dear diary of course if you are new dear diary is our segment where we think about something that we've learnt over the past week, or in this case, Cam, I think it's probably fair to say three to four weeks. Uh, Cam, why don't you start us off, mate, with something that you have learned? Yeah, I think I sort of alluded to it at the start of the episode, but as I said, I, I had my own exam and stuff like that. I've been very busy with work, been away on some trips and stuff like that. I think it was a good time for the break, and, and I think as coaches... I think it's good that you take the breaks as you can because it's important for the athletes. But it's also important for the coaches as well. So I think we use this time well to sort of recover and spend a bit of time away from netball. And I think as I get back into a bit more routine as class starts and stuff, I'm looking forward to sort of getting back into this final piece of the netball and really re-switching on my coaching brain to close out what has been a, an interesting and enjoyable journey, but also a tough journey as well. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think when you talk about the need to decompress at times where you can get those moments, it's really important. Of course, we had the we had a few coaches around at my place at Centre Pass HQ, I guess you could call it, just to have a couple of decompression lemonades to just talk as people rather than as coaches and to just sort of blow off a little bit of steam. And it was great to see um, you know, the likes of Andrea and Bridget there and the likes who, who came over to that. It was fantastic to see them all. But it was really important, I think, to have an avenue to sort of speak about these sorts of things because there aren't many people really, Cam, in our circles that would really understand the journey that we've been on, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, obviously we've sort of done this a, a bit different to other people. And I mean, lots of people go on sort of trying to step into these community coach roles and mm. coach teams that are in sports that they're not super confident with and stuff like that. Probably not many put themselves quite so far up the ladder before they decide to to jump in, which is, you know, what we have done and um, why I've enjoyed it. You know, certainly there's been times where I felt like a fish out of water, and there are times where I sort of felt like oh, I was all over it. But you know, it was a good time to sort of just chit chat and you know enjoy the company of the people who've made the the journey for us a lot easier. Yeah, I think you're, you're bang on there. And that's a very good takeaway, I think, for all coaches, to be fair, from Dear Diary. My one is a little bit more, I'm going to say philosophical, but I noticed that when we were playing our best netball on Saturday or that Saturday, it was about making sure they didn't know too much about the match situation. So it was the first quarter where obviously we spoke about the need to put in a good performance for us rather than being too aware of what the impact Applications could be or the repercussions. Went out there, did our best job, stayed composed, fantastic. We lost a little bit of shape once we started to be a little bit more aware of the fact that we were so in control, particularly through that second quarter where we definitely lost momentum and then the third quarter we lost the quarter. So I think when we finally got back together and we said, look, you've got a little bit more netball left before you've got a three or four week break, Let's just forget about the last three quarters. Let's just go out there and focus on putting in one final good performance in this quarter that we can be proud of. We went away and we did that. And so it was important 
more from a key message point of view than probably an actual reflection. And so it's this for me, it's more about just trying to find that right cut through point for players to to maybe simplify things more and not overly think too much about the situation, Ken. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a sort of part there that goes both ways. Obviously, we were well on top after that first quarter and, you know, very easy to sort of sit into a bit of a, a run and just sort of mm. calmly, you know, go, go if we went goal to goal for the next three quarters, you know, we still would have won by, you know, 10 points there and it still would have been a good performance. But, you know, there's, you know, a benefit to, to playing that way at certain times, I think, and then, you know, especially say finals, you know, closing them out, knowing that you're well on top helps them maybe calm down and and not feel like things swing back the other way. Because I have seen we have seen it where a, a team this year earlier and from the club uh, they thought they they thought they lost and people were giving out commiserations. It wasn't until they looked up oh, and actually yeah. won by like four points or something like that. And so you know. I think that team was probably under a lot of stress and they could have uh, at that point maybe blown away the game if the, there was a bit more time there. So there, there's times for it, I believe. And, you know, sorry to sort of cut down your dear diary, but, um, but you know, cool. certainly, <laughs> certainly times for it where it works really well. And I think when you're, you're behind, it certainly works really well because obviously you might get the sense you're behind, but I think, you know, if you take away the thought of what they need to sort of do and chase back, then, and say, just try and play your best netball, it's your best netball, isn't it? Yeah, and there are definitely moments where you do want players to be aware, like your shooter, knowing she's only got five or ten seconds left to, to put in the shot so that the centre pass can go through. So there's definitely micro moments, I think, where we can sort of be a lot more aware and a lot more switched on. But I think it's more about just the messaging so that we start to strip back a bit of the emotion because you do see in those quarters where we're either goal for goal or... We maybe have lost the quarter that players start to get a little bit kind of agitated and a little bit, what is going wrong? What have I done wrong? You know, is there something I could do better and, and start to really overcomplicate things and you know, they become quite vulnerable for overcompensating or you know, trying to overthink what they need to do. So I think it's more about just trying to step back, strip back and just say, look, start again and just start as we did with the first quarter, with a bit more composure and a bit more balance, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's always about sort of reading the, the the time when you need to sort of put the the information to the girls. And you know, mm. I, as coaches, I think we stand to learn when when to feed info and when not. You know, even comes down to stuff like when we should maybe try a little bit of coaching, or when we should just be trying to manage a player. Yeah, exactly. And that balance is probably something that is going to be forever on the coaching journey, whether you've been doing it for five years or five minutes or five weeks. I it's think definitely, yeah. even at that top level, you know, Absolutely. international, there's surely got to be a chance where whether you're the All Blacks coach, Silver Ferns coach, Black Caps coach, there are times where you've got to get nitpicky and, you know, get the information out to say in cricket, the, the bowler that he needs to maybe make a small change or times where it's just about getting the, the right support out there. So often you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes as well until you hear from the player about these things that off court can mentally cloud what happens on court, and that's definitely happened for our, you know, our athletes this season for sure. So yeah, lots of balances there to for us to think about. But let's now move swiftly on to our final segment of the day, the situation. So 
Cam, I'm going to leave this in your capable hands. All right, so the situation, obviously, where we sort of talk about where we sit on the ladder and what's to come for us and sort of the overall sort of standings of the sort of table and what that means for us. So after our third game of the second round, we have won two out of three games and we have eight points for the two wins. Obviously, in our, our loss, we didn't get our bonus point, which is unfortunate, but, you know, I think we're in a good spot because we sit in third. So the top two players on the or top two teams on the on the ladder are in on twelve points after three straight wins. And interestingly enough, I believe they have a top of the table clash this weekend. They do, yeah, that's exactly right. Eastern and Southern Crows play this weekend in a one v two clash camp. Yeah, so obviously that means that there's a bit there's a bit that can come away from that for us in terms of potential outcomes where we might sit with them or or something like that. So it'll be interesting to sort of see like that, uh, see how that plays out because at the end of you know that week there will be only one team that is undefeated left in the pool. And then the next I think we thing we talk about is the teams who are in fourth equal I think fourth fifth and maybe another team also on five points so they had a they've had a win and a bonus point loss and so they sit three points behind us which means that you know we either need a search for a bonus point or a win to sort of keep that gap there but it's an interesting balance for us we certainly have our sort of season in our hands here where we can comfortably make the top four for semi-finals if we when I don't know if we need to win every game, but when most of our games from here, four regular season games sort of left, I think you sort of talked about, and then two potential more games there as well. Correct. So, you know, time to sort of switch on and get down to the business end. But first up, 16th of July, 10.20 a.m. at the Eco Centre, we have MacAndrew Red. That's exactly right, yeah. So we've already played one Mac team this half we played them in our first game and we uh, won I think it was about seven goals in there so it was our first game in senior two that was Mac Navy not to be confused by Mac Red who we play this weekend yes and so they are certain uh, fourth equal fifth or fourth equal I think they might be fifth then when it comes down to, to goal difference there yeah, but something they like are, that they are on five points so it should be a good sort of tight game uh, one hopefully we can come out on top but, you know, we still got, we got to do the work still. Exactly. And particularly after a long break, really important that our trainings in the lead up to that game are on and that the girls understand that they're starting to enter the final few weeks of regular season. And so it's really important to switch on. I think it'll be quite useful, particularly with nothing like exams or too many internal examinations to have to worry about so early in this semester. So fingers crossed that we can sort of have them focusing super much. It's not even a phrase, but I'm just going to roll with it anyway. Mm -hmm. So we can have them dialed in, I guess, for these final four weeks, this final push really towards the semifinals, Cam. Yeah, obviously, yeah, go make the top four if we want to do that and then sort of look to close out for uh, the season. I think, you know, for us, that'd be a, a good goal is make the top four, get into finals, finals netty and uh, see how that sort of goes for us. And, you know, from there it's two games and, you know, you never know what could happen there. But, you know, time for us to sort of focus, look to deliver some quality netball, but also have, you know, fun, at, fun along the way. I think that's the main thing as well, remembering that 
We've spoken about this a lot throughout the season, that this is a form of escapism for our players who are going through the rigours of not only university, but moving away from home and understanding what life is like for them now with no real influence from parents or guardians or support networks from where they've grown up. So yeah, very important time for them and a very important time for us too, being able to help support them on this journey. We do love a bit of finals netty, a bit of finals netball, don't we, Cam? But anyway, can't think about that in the, now. We've got four games to do before then. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty excited though. Yeah, we definitely, definitely need to make sure we take each game as each game and just look to play our own game and stuff like that. And just sort of put that sort of out of the out of the mindset when it comes to getting down to each game. But you know, obviously as coaches it sort of weighs on our mind a little bit. Exactly. It's it's exciting, but and we would be lying to say that we haven't thought about that at all. Like I think that would just be a, a blatant lie. So if you see me in the street or something and I say, Oh, I've definitely we definitely not ever thought about playoffs. That's a straight lie. Like I've yeah. definitely already thought about it. And I think it's good actually to be thinking about it. as a player, I know when I play any sport, I'm dreaming of the biggest outcome ever. Like, you know, the day before I go out to play a game of cricket, I'm thinking I'm turning up every every night, you know, beforehand. Not that it's happened for a very long time. So <laughs> uh, thankfully to my dreams, I can still turn up, but, um, you know, <laughs> you know, take on those lofty goals and, and aspire to them, but obviously don't let them cloud your, cloud your judgment as well. Yeah, good to be ambitious, but don't let that affect how you prepare. Anyway, I think that's basically it from us this week, Cam. Would that be fair? I think so, mate. All right. Now, because I'm not, I'm still really anxious when it comes to saying the socials off the top of my head. I'm, I'm still learning about them. So I'm going to try to get you to give me a tick or a cross for each one. Okay. I'm just going to give you a thumbs up, mate, and you just keep rattling, all right? Okay, here we go. Oh, I already feel nervous about this. Okay, so you can find us on Facebook on facebook.com forward slash podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram, which is center underscore pass underscore NZ. You can also find us on the on the line, as they say, as you email. You can oh email gosh. us. No, no, no. Just oh, say on. you can find our email okay. or get in touch with us. Not, not on the line. Look, I'm you're, in my th- you're I'm 30, not I'm, 50. I'm in my 30s. I you're, feel like I'm in my 50s, okay? Yeah, it's no, been no, a time. No, no, no. It's you been a not, time. You are not in any position to be starting to say stuff like that. You grew up <laughs> through the internet, all right? <laughs> internet generation over here. So, of course, you can also find us at uh, gmail.com. So if you do have any feedback, any thoughts, any compliments, any haterade, we will happily take it all. We really appreciate your support. Uh, but until next time, that's another episode of the Centre Pass podcast done and dusted, and we will talk to you guys very soon. Yeah, and I'm sorry to just drag us on a little oh, bit longer, but man. thank you so much for the, all those. A... Oh, no, you're right. Thank you for all those who have listened through to here. Mm. Once again, I want to apologize for the delay in getting out these episodes. It was sort of a, a very busy period for us, and uh, you know we, we decided to switch over to taking this time for ourselves, which is always important as well. And then... You know, we've had a few people who have been asking me about this episode. So oh. here it is, really. If you've listened so far, I'm sorry it took us so long. Yeah, that's very kind of you to do that for them. And it means now that we'll have a good run of episodes up until the end of the season. So it probably works out in everyone's favor as well. So until next time, thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Centre Pass. Check out Centre underscore Pass underscore NZ on social media and on Spotify for more.